Guys, welcome back to the Right Life Podcast. You got Boomer and McQueen here. Hey, guys. It's going to be a good day because, yeah, it's just going to be a good day. It it's is. It's pretty outside. I the sun shining. And you love the day. sunshine. I just like prettiness. <laughs> That's why I married you. <laughs> you just got brownie points. <laughs> I agree. It is going to be a good day. Yeah, and guys, uh, sorry about last week. We just, you know, needed a week off. <laughs> We just had a lot going on, and we needed a, yeah to have a little breather. We did. So. But now we're back and ready to attack. Yep, bringing it to you. So <laughs> um, I, I was just starting to tell Boomer this morning. I was like, oh, my gosh, this morning. Like, we had a good morning, and everything was running pretty smoothly. A little Belle was in the best mood, super happy. She was so happy this morning. She's obsessed with toothbrushes, so she just, like, carries toothbrushes around, like, keeps brushing her teeth. And they're like all your toothbrushes, too, so you run out of toothbrushes. Yeah, so then I just, you know, great idea, guys. Here's a little <laughs> mom hack. Throw them in the dishwasher. Toothbrush gets gross. Throw them in the dishwasher. There you and that's, go. that's what you use afterwards? Yeah, it's clean and sanitized. Are you joking? <laughs> she carries around what's in the rug and everything. I mean, that's what you use? Well, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I've gone through like 24 toothbrushes in the last like two months. So, yes. Oh, got it. Okay. We so, that's where that tangent. budget of Walmart went. Yeah, that, that was toothbrushes. <laughs> Anyways, but if everything was going smoothly, we were about to leave. I'm like, oh, I'm doing so good on time. I'm like four minutes ahead of schedule because I cut everything down to the wire and I sit her on the counter like I always do. She sits on the counter while I'm like getting stuff ready. Yep. I mean, I'm standing right there. This is in the kitchen and I'm putting her, you know, her lunch into her backpack and the diaper bag and getting the diapers in there, grabbing her shoes off the counter, you know, just all the little things are there, putting the stuff in my purse that I need to. And she's sitting there with her toothbrush just smiling at me and she kind of just leans and she starts leaning like she always does in like hiding <laughs> and falls into the sink. And falls, like falls all the way into the sink, and there was a bowl of water in there, and so she splashes her head as and falls into the bowl. So, oh my gosh! Like, has this happened to you? Does your kid just fall into the sink? Well, this I guess never so happened. because it was my kid. Yeah, uh, so it's never <laughs> happened to me before, and so then we had to change, and let me her socks. So I, I mean, got was to... she crying? Yeah. Oh yeah. A little dramatic. Yeah, so that was how we started. <laughs> thought we were doing so good. But, and uh, we had we a great morning. This is all after that uh, Bolt and I left for yes, school. that's right. We, we Crazy things happen when you all So she fell into the sink. Mm-hmm. But here we are. We've got school on time, and we are good to go now. Good to go. <laughs> all right, I like it. Yeah, so today we want to talk a little bit about instant gratification, you mm. know, and just kind of the danger in today's society and culture that I feel like is really driven by instant gratification. There's a lot of that going on right now. Well, I just we feel see like it's, it everywhere. Well, I feel like it just it, it is. It's it's everywhere in our lives, even where we don't see it. And here's here's a funny example. This weekend we were we were in Nashville, and um, Bolt was we we were just turning the TV on. He's like, can we can I watch one of my shows? So you know we we at our house um, we have Hulu and. Disney and well, we used to have Netflix, but no more because we didn't agree with some things. But we have all those sort of like subscriptions, right? Whereas in Nashville, my parents, we were at their house, they have TV, and so they go to turn on a show, and he goes, "Pop, it's just the end of the show. Rewind it. Well, this isn't the beginning." <laughs> and we and Pop goes, "No, well, this is this is what's on right now, and it's at there's only five minutes left." And Bolt turns and looks at him and looks him and like stares at him with the, you know, cocks his head like, are you nuts? Are you all right? Like, just push the button. And it goes backwards. And back it up so I can watch my favorite Bluey show from the beginning. 
And we're like, no, Pax, this is what happens is when TV is on, like it's on live, then this is what's this is what's on. This is what we can watch. And when it's over, it goes to the next show. We can't we don't have these options to choose what we want to watch. And he did not understand that. And it made me just kind of go back in time like, oh, remember when we used to have not even a guide button, but the guide channel? And I remember like sitting there and going, okay, let me sit and watch and see what's on Nick and on TBS. And I would sit and just stare at the screen scrolling down because you couldn't even push down or like it didn't do that then. And I waited to see, oh, okay, Full House is on Nick. I'm watching that now. And I might waste 15 minutes because I would miss it. I'd go, oh, I just looked up and it was Channel 37. I was looking for Channel 33. But, like, that's just what what we came from and this is where we're at. And now our kids don't even understand that shows you can't just rewind every show. Yeah, it's come a long way, all the technology and stuff. I remember when there wasn't a guide. Yeah. And you just watched what was on other than you knew when sports was on i'm guessing you had some type of guide like in a book oh or a something. paper one yes that's how like, the newspaper my every week how, yeah what was coming on what games were coming on and stuff but mm-hmm. i remember being as a kid just watching what, was, what on. was on you didn't have an option and i you know i guess they knew what every day at what time they would come on but man that instant gravita- gratification now with the technology that we have is it's hard to teach a kid that, you know, when just like you said, just take the TV, for example, that you don't always can just, you know, back it up and watch it again. Mm-hmm. Can't <laughs> just not, choose. Life is I, not that way. Yeah. And it's not a magic eight ball or a, a genie in a lamp where you rub the lamp and go, this is what I want to watch. Or, you know, that's just that's not how it always how it works. But I know it is funny and it did. It, it stems completely from technology. So as much as there's great, obviously, advances from technology and mm-hmm. so many benefits to it, there are a lot of negatives. What problems do you see or a, a big problem you see from just the whole instant gratification need in society? Oh, instant gratification. I I look at that as, you know, if if someone's getting something so easily, Mm -hmm. like the participation medals, the the instant gratification, you know, those type of things is, it's almost like I could see where there's going to be a problem of people not wanting to work for something. Mm-hmm. Or well, it is a big problem. That's where we're at in yeah. society. Oh, exactly. Isn't they're just not wanting to work for something. They're not. They're not. They they want it handed. It yes, handed it. Handed. They wanted mm-hmm. it handed to them versus them working hard to get it. Oh yeah, I totally agree. I think it completely creates just like a laziness. And I think you know, even not just talking about like kids and, but we've talked about this so much with lots of different people in various capacities. How just the job force, how sad and and how just the decrease there, but how sad the the employees are these days. And just, you know, now it's you get a pat on the back because you showed up to work. And like the requirement is, I mean, I literally was sitting with someone yesterday and said, the requirement is that you have a pulse. I mean, that's a warm body. Yeah. It's not. And that's so sad. Yeah. And like people will say, you know, if I did a drug, if I drug tested my employees, I wouldn't have any employees. I mean, Man. it's just the standards have dropped so significantly. And I think so much of it comes from this like what, instant gratification. I think it, a lot of it stems from that. But like what you said, they don't work for things. You know, it just creates laziness. We want things handed. I like us. that. They It creates the laziness. Mm-hmm. And and I look at also uh, actually uh, on the radio show yesterday, we were similar, you know, talking similar about this. And it was about how um, even when we were we were in sports, mm-hmm. how. He asked me, he said, did you ever get yelled at when you were in sports? I'm like, 
uh, I was so used to being yelled at, I would start running when the coach started talking to me just yeah. because I figured that's what he wanted me yeah. to do. Because me it, too. Because that's what I, you know, that's what was ingrained in me. But because of that yelling or because of that hard criticism or because of that hard work that I had to put in, that made me who I was today and mm-hmm. who I want to strive to be tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. And obviously we know there's there's ways of doing that right. we know I'm not, that i'm not saying the, that right the now hard, but right. yeah i'm not saying the hard harsh the, i'm mm-hmm. just saying i with that i worked hard yeah to get to where i was and it's because it knew. was i was being taught yes and i was saying it's because you knew that your coach wanted the best for you and was pushing you to be your yeah, best exactly it wasn't mm-hmm. that it was hurting my feelings mm-hmm. it was that he knew he needed to push me in that way yep to get the results that he wanted at the time, but also to push me to where I needed to be later in life. And to reach your potential. Correct. Yep. No, I think that's so true. And, you know, like when I think when we work hard at things persistently, like there also is so much pride in what we do. You know, like when you've worked hard for something and for a long period of time, I mean, even just from, and we could talk as small scale as just working hard at um, mastering something, reading, you know, like for mm-hmm. a kindergartner, working hard there. And then you're so proud of yourself when you've done it. And then in sports, working super hard at something, maybe working through an obstacle or a weakness, achieving it, getting a better bench press, whatever it is, you're proud of yourself. Absolutely. A, starting a company, you start from scratch with nothing and no money to your name and you get it to, you know, to be the successful up and running, you know, big corporation. I mean, you there's so much pride there. And I feel like we we've like, we've lost that, and I feel like that's so much of why we like have lost ourselves here in this world. Yeah, I but. mean, I, I see that. You, you see it every day now um, with people that we just talk to, mm-hmm. um, just in our own circle of uh, friends and just relationships of, you know, how how hard it is to find people that want that want to work, yes. not that just need to work, but. They want that to. want to work, mm-hmm. want to better themselves, want to it's, better it's a themselves to work. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's crazy. And I think that just kind of leads to that sense of entitlement and then greed, too, because we just want things easily mm. and quickly. It's like how, you know, whether it's money, how much money can I get doing the least amount possible as quickly as possible? Like, I feel like that's like the mindset of it, so many people. It is. And again, it goes kind of back to a little bit of all the technology now. Yeah. I want to be an influencer and just do Instagram or My goal is to Twitter be a YouTuber. Or, YouTuber uh-huh. or you know, it's just... I just want to work just a little bit, but gain a lot. <laughs> yes. It's, it's just fascinating to me, like just how, how we have fallen and right. how things have changed so much. So like what's something that we can do about it? Like especially, like, you know, as parents, but just even – but not even just as parents. Mm. But I'm thinking as parents. As parents. Um, because we are, we're, we're affecting the next generation. Yes. And that doesn't have to be as parents. but Yeah, it might be as a teacher right. or as coaches or just the you know people you interact with. Or maybe you're a mentor to someone. Right. But Small groups. Yeah. You know, maybe you're a but small group leader. But we are affecting and influencing the next generation. So I think it's our responsibility to do something about it. So I think for me, it's similar to something that we talked about a few episodes ago. And that is... Teaching the next generation or our kids that it is okay to fail. It is okay to fall. And that right there is one of the most important things that you could learn, failing and falling, because that teaches you how to get back up again and either do better or learn from your mistakes and yeah. move on and yeah. try not to do it again. Yeah, you're right. And we did just talk about how like so often that fear of failure oh. keeps people from even starting and if we removed that like fear of 
failure. Mm-hmm. You, know, you would get kids and adults and teenagers to maybe try things that they're afraid of because they don't want to mess up or they don't want to be because they're not awesome at it. I mean, right. you know, a lot of people that keeps them holds them back because they want to be awesome at something the yeah, first time. And that goes for adults as oh, well yeah, because yeah. I have I have friends that you know they we talk back and forth. I'm like, man, what do you what do you want to do? I know I know we're getting older. Is this what you're wanting to do? I know you all you had goals in life to do this this and this. Are you gonna strive to go for those? He's like you know, and we talk back and forth and it's almost like, yeah, I want to do that so bad. I just don't know if I can. Mm -hmm. And it's that fear, possible fear of failure. I know whole things of, uh, you know, families come into play and stuff, but there's also that small fear as well. I'm sure inside all of us, because I know I've gone through that, of that fear of, Ooh, if I try to do this, can I can I really do it? Um, will it be to my standards? Will it be to my standards? Will I still be able to provide um, for our family? You know, all of those things. But I believe if God has placed something in your heart and in in line with what you're supposed to do, I don't. I, I know it's scary sometimes, but I still think, you know, to be. I mean, what I'm trying to say, I'm not trying to tell people to do everything what they want to do. I'm just saying. You know, it's okay to be fearful sometimes, but to push past that fear, especially when you know God is calling you to do something, it is okay. Yeah, and that's what courage is. It's not courage. It's not being, or it's not, isn't it like courage is not the absence of fear. It's being afraid and doing it anyways. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's probably Thomas Edison that said that. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably Thomas Edison. (laughs) Last time I was like, is that Albert Einstein? It was like Michael Jordan or like vice versa. I'm really good at I'm good at quotes. That was not funny. where they came from <laughs> at all. Um, yeah. No, I think that's that's so good. So good. What about you? Any anything for you that you want to well, like teach the next generation or well, I was kids even just or... kind of thinking though, like just with the instant gratification, like how we can help that and like teach that. And I think for one, I'm thinking well, modeling it. I'm thinking like with our kids right now, modeling it. Like this was another thing. This all happened this weekend that um we were at a little little store and um, Bolt saw me. There's this purse I just loved. And he's like, oh, mom, get it. And I'm like, well, I do like it. He's like, then get it, mom. And I'm like, buddy, I like it a lot, but I don't need it. I was like, and also like, that's not where I, what I have money to spend on right now. And he kind of looked at me like, well, mom, you have money. Just get it. Mm. You know? And it was like, even though those, those things we do, we face those things all the time, talking it out loud with our kids goes a long way. Cause I think a lot of times they just, I mean, especially as they get a little bit older than five, but they just think that things are either either easy for us or we have it all together or they don't, when we just kind of show our struggles, you know, or mm. like the what's going on in our brain, I think it, they can really learn from that. And then on the flip side or kind of off of on that same note, he saw this really cool marshmallow uh, I was gun. hoping you were going to go into oh, this because yes. we talked about it last yeah, night. Yeah, okay. yeah. So he saw this marshmallow gun. We went to this the fest, the Franklin Festival. This was in in Nashville. Yeah. Um, it's a big deal. Um, all these you know street vendors, shops, boutiques, all sorts of things. Um, and he saw this marshmallow gun, and the sales guy was very good because he saw us coming from a mile away and said, "Hey, kid, look at this marshmallow <laughs> gun." You say gun and marshmallow to to him. He's sold. He's all about it. All about it. And he shows him how cool it is, how he can shoot this marshmallow and goes, what do you say, kid? It's pretty cool. It's only $20. $20, y'all, for a marshmallow gun. That is a lot. And he's in PVC pipes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And Bolt goes, mom, can we get it? And I said, well, I said, we're not going to get it right now, but we'll talk about it. I told the guy, you know, we got to talk about it a little bit, but we may be back. And so as soon as we left, I told Bolt, "Um, all right, buddy, 
I am not going to buy that marshmallow gun for you. However, you have money, and if you would like to spend your $20 on it, you are able to do that. Backstory, we just recently started... You can tell him about Yeah, it. we just recently started trying to teach him a little about, a bit about money and how what it's used for. So we got him three little piggy banks, and, and we uh, when we give him his small little allowance for the week. He, or if he gets it from, you know, or grandparents gets, right. or just wherever, we, birthdays. We help him divide it up, and he, he puts... Right now, we're just teaching them, just put one here, one here, one here, yep. one here. You know, just dividing it up evenly. And we really want to teach him, like, the importance of tithing although we're not correct. doing the correct percentage we're just for ease just doing it th- <laughs> splitting it three ways but teaching them that like you know giving back to god is the first and most important thing we're gonna do correct that comes from our first mm-hmm. not just what we have left over yep um so yeah we're teaching him that so so last night uh so he got the gun right yeah, so he, he did, decided yep. to get the because he, the had, little he marshmallow had plenty gun. in his spending one because he has the saving the spending mm-hmm. in the in the church one um, and he had plenty in there to get it. So I just let him know, though, that, you know, you do. You have $20 that you can spend on this gun. However, you probably will not have any money left or very little left right. once you buy the marshmallow gun. But it is up to you. But let's think about it. And what was really cool, though, is like as we walked through the festival, I mean, this went on for a good 30 minutes. I mean, we were there for a couple hours. But for the next 30 minutes, I could see him contemplating in his head. Like you could see he was thinking about, do I want this? Do I not? Like you could just see the wheels turning mm-hmm. in his head. Like he was thinking about it. And then he turns to me and goes, and he grabs my, pulls on my sweatshirt and goes, mom, I want to get the marshmallow gun. I said, okay, I, I that is, that is great. If you want it, That's absolutely. Awesome. You And I was like, I'll even loan you the money today since you didn't bring it with you. And then you can pay me back. Um, I was like, we're not gonna get it quite yet. But at the end, when we walk back, we can go get it. Okay. But just think, you know, as long as, if you want to, I am all about so it. That's it. awesome. He got it. Mm-hmm. So he got the gun. He was so excited about the yes. marshmallow gun. He showed me when he got home, showed me when we, when we were driving back to Alabama. And I said, so, so I heard that you bought this with your own money. Yeah, but mom actually bought it, dad. She, maybe she'll forget. <laughs> you didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> so I said, okay, well, we'll see. But I'm super proud of you for uh, buying it with your own money. Well, mm-hmm. fast forward to last night, um, we were uh, we had his little allowance. So we took it into his room and he was dividing it up uh, between his piggy banks. And then uh, we reminded him that he bought the marshmallow gun. <laughs> And mom, mom reminded him. Mom reminded him that he bought the marshmallow gun. So we had to open up his piggy bank for you know his spending money and take out the money that he owed owed you. Yeah. And you could see it in his head like, oh no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell him I actually spent 28 because I bought him the extra things and the tax and everything. <laughs> I just went with the 20, but. Oh, so nice. I know. I was being a but, nice mom. But you could see it in his eyes like, oh man, I, I just, oh. Okay, so yeah. I lost money now. It's not mine anymore. Yep. It started processing in yeah. his head. But then we also had the fact of, but you did this, buddy. Like yeah. teaching him that you got this for yourself yeah. and we're so proud of you. So proud of you. That's but a big boy move. That mm-hmm. instant gratification like you were talking about right when he walked into the uh, the festival and saw that, right mm-hmm. when you saw the purse, that instant gratification is what we're trying to teach him as well of, we can't just always get, 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 get right when we see or want, mm-hmm. want, 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 want. It's it, it's a good thing to uh, think about things. Yep, take a step back. Take a step back, work hard for things, mm-hmm. and then you're rewarded later on. Yeah, and I feel like as adult, you know, as parents, we really, I mean, we have a huge responsibility here. Like I said, for one, modeling it, but also I think we enable it. Like we enable it. I mean, mm-hmm. and I'm saying the two of us do a lot, we both do. of us. Even as simple as things of being like, well, I'm thirsty. Oh, okay, well, let's get you a drink at the gas station. 
like we can easily wait till we get home and get water there you know like those sort of things like when we're out doing that sort of thing i mean Belle does not make it easy when we go into the grocery store and she sees a stuffed animal immediately and so she reaches for it and so I give it to her to hold on to and I don't have the heart to take away from her at the end so I buy her stuffed animal <laughs> that's every all this other stuff. time that's where gr- all those stuffed animals I was wondering where all those were coming from I'm like where are you? she's stealing them from her school oh I just don't goodness. even know well they're always like three dollars or something and they're, uh, and they're adorable $3. But, but right but it adds up <laughs> it does add fast up. so anyways that's something though that like we as a, as parents it's our responsibility to not just cater to this because like right. we because I feel like I have big time instilled an instant gratification you know mindset and just behavior in in bolt because he wants something he gets it he wants something he gets it and then of course you know grandparents can contribute to that as well and i don't mean that in a bad way but it's just something we really need to need to teach be aware of mm -hmm, and be aware of because it's i mean it's okay to spoil your kids every once in a while but to be Mm -hmm. aware of it and to know what we're actually teaching them without realizing it yep i think it's so good so is there a verse or anything like that that you Ooh. have with us? Because I don't have one today. I want to. I mean, I, I could yes. if I flip my Bible open that I don't have right here. I'm sure I could yes, find one. Yes, I but. have one ready for y'all, and it comes from Proverbs, and it's train up a child in the way they should go, and when they are old, they will not depart from it. And that's from Proverbs twenty two six, and I think that's just like what great encouragement. Yes, it's encouragement. It shows it, it's um, also I mean, it's it's heavy, too, because we it's we're responsible like that is our responsibility as parents is to, you know, raise up our children to love and know Jesus. And that's like that's our job. And a lot of times that's not just teaching them and, and teaching and telling it's, you know, you they are going to catch on to more of what they see and what they feel. So showing them love mm. and showing them the love of Jesus more more than you know just trying to teach. But I think also on the teaching side, it is our responsibility. And I'm like pointing the fingers to, to me right now. Well, to both of us, but to, <laughs> that we need to sit and read God's word with our kids more. Like yes. we need to do that and make it just a habit. And it can be something super small. It can be a verse. You know, we do a lot of like encouraging stuff and kind of talk like from encouraging word in the morning and like talk through it from a biblical perspective, but actually opening up the word of God and and teaching them that so that they know that this is where you go. This is a daily thing. It's not just a, I need help. It's a, you know, every day, make it a practice. Mm. Uh, That's something that's really been been on my heart. This is the food. This is the recipe Mm -hmm. that we need to follow. Nothing else, nothing from the outside. And guys, also, I just want to encourage you as well. This, this whole thing of instant gratification that we talked about today, I just feel personally that it's not just about teaching the next generation or your kids. Yes, it is very important. And we have to do that as, as uh, adults and as leaders of our families. But I want to encourage you as well, um, because the world now these days are, is, is it's changing and we find ourselves wanting and wanting things quicker Mm -hmm. or faster or things like that. And I just want to encourage you to sometimes take a step back and, and look into your own life and see if you're in that kind of that perpetual cycle, that perpetual cycle of mm-hmm. uh, wanting instant gratification. And it could be through anything and, yeah. and just reevaluate and yeah. uh, encourage each other, encourage your family members that are maybe going through the same thing and, yeah, and just, yeah, reevaluate. I think that's good. And I think just last thing, and then we'll, we'll let y'all go. Um, you know, when you're in that cycle of just like, needing and wanting and that you know any waiting for anything is inconvenient 
I mean, it's taking away just your, you know, creativity and it's like you're always having to be fed and you're not able to just be and mm. you can't just be with God and you're always in a hurry and like hurry. I was reading this recently, but hurry is incompatible with love. If you are hurried, you are not loving. And I mean, even if you just think about like in the morning when you're trying to race off to school or church or think I think of our Sunday mornings at the very last minute, when we're trying to get out the door, get everyone dressed quickly into the car, fed, whatever. We're trying to do it in a 10 minute span. I can guarantee the things that we are saying are not really of love. And then we're going, oh, let's go to church now, right? But like hurry is incompatible with love. And I think the instant gratification and needing and wanting things so quickly and you can't even wait for a second or you're annoyed or if the TV is, um, you know, if a movie's buffering, like it's, we're annoyed, right? Like it's, we just, that's what we live in. I think everyone needs to write that down on a note card or on their phone or put it somewhere. Hurry is not compatible with love. I love that. I haven't heard that before. Where'd you hear it? Boom. Oh, I was reading a, (laughs) um, I was reading a, it was a devotional I was doing and it's the, um, now I can't know what it's called, but it's like not the unrelent, the something of hurry. Wow. I'll find it and I'll let y'all know. I can't remember. Hurry is incompatible with Mm -hmm. love. I like that. I'm going to write it down. The ruthless elimination of hurry. There we go. I didn't even look it up. It just came to me. The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. It's a book, but there's a devotional on it. That's awesome. So, Hey, well, guys, thanks for uh, joining us again on our just latest episode of the Right Life Podcast. And we just, uh, we're blown away with everybody that's listening and responding and uh, uh, messaging us on Instagram. And oh, our Instagram is Right Life Podcast. So if you want to join that and just see what's going on in our crazy, messy, fun lives, Mm -hmm. uh, join us there. Um, But yeah, we love you guys. And thank you so much for uh, joining us in with us and we hope you have an awesome blessed week we love you boomer out